and welcome to the Heavy Pages podcast, a safe space for women struggling with an unexpected and unwanted separation or divorce. I'm Josie, your host, and I too have been where you are. It was a crushing time in my life, and to help me cope, I kept a journal. In this podcast, I cracked that journal open to share with you those raw, emotional, and sometimes pretty embarrassing entries. I take you with me on a deep dive, analyzing my thoughts and feelings now that I have some perspective. My mission is to share with you some of the pitfalls that extended my journey to healing and to offer support, validation, tips, and tools to help you push past the heavy pages of your own journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode today. I wanted to start by saying thank you all so much for supporting my podcast. And if you haven't yet, I please request that you subscribe so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes. I don't know if you've noticed, but on Saturday, I released a special edition episode called uh, Saturday Matinee, where I give a little review and I tie in the movie Under the Tuscan Sun to my divorce and separation journey. So if you haven't checked that one out, I suggest you give a listen, see what you think. And I'd love to hear feedback. You can always reach me at my website, www.heavypagespodcast.com. And then just go to the contact me page and you can send me an email and then I can reply. Okay, so about this particular journal entry. I haven't read it in a long time, just like all the others, but I think it's going to be a doozy. And why do I say that? Because it's about six pages. So that means there's a lot going on. So I figure we might as well just get into it and see where it takes us. This journal entry is for Saturday, March 27th. Technically, for me, it's still Friday night since I have not gone to sleep yet. So for the most part, the day was a sucky one, and I was upset and sad most of the entire day and most of the night, too, even though I went out with my old neighbor. All I wanted to do was talk to Guy and get some answers. I went over to his house, our house, after I got back from the movies with the girls, and we talked. He was so not in the mood, but I thought it would help me still to get some things off my chest. And here is what came out of it. He is not sure if he loves me anymore. Okay, not the I want to spend the rest of my life with her love. He said that he has the we have been together for many years and there's a bond love. But he is unsure if he can get that other love back or if he even wants to try. While I understand what he means, because while I talked to the therapist yesterday, he told me that many women give themselves completely to the marriage and they forget about themselves as the individual and turn into the relationship. I feel that I have done that. And in so doing, Josie was lost. So he basically lost who he loved. And that is why I can understand how he feels that way. What to do about it? Well, first, I need to find Josie again. How do I do that? I'm not sure. It's just something I need to work on. The one sure way I know to do this is to get on a diet and exercise and get back to the cute Josie. And that may slash should help with confidence. Second, I think that ignoring him is not helping. How can he remember who I am and how he misses me if we do not talk about stuff? Just talk like we did in the olden days. So I no longer think ignoring him is the answer. 
Three, we need to go out together alone. We need some time together to spend time reconnecting. We talked tonight about going out on Tuesday night, so we have a date. He also said he is for sure going to the retreat, and I need to be careful not to screw that up. By not being bitchy and bossy, and by working on myself. I feel that he was mad at me for some things I said, and that has fueled him lately to just forget about even working on us. That is a reason he decided not to go to the session, because he was still mad at me for how I think of him. I think I have cured him of some of those hard feelings. I am not sure, but I think so. And if that's the case, I can only help things along. So anyway, the retreat is only 21 more days away. I know a lot can happen in 21 days, but I am hoping that this last talk will help us both think better and work on things better to get us to make it till then. I think going out together and talking even about the everyday stuff is key. That retreat is not only a weekend, but six post sessions. So it will give us a lot of time to work on these issues. I'm going to spend some time this weekend figuring out what I want and what I need to find myself again. Because I know that guy's love is where I am. And if I find one, I will find the other. And I'm going for it not just for him, but for me and for us. 9.50 a.m. Okay, I still feel kind of the same as I did last night. I'm bummed out that my husband does not love me the way that he used to, but I have two things going for me, I think. First is that he wanted to, I believe, that he wants to get back to us. The second thing is that he loves me that he loved me once, so it could happen again. In all fairness to myself, I know that there's a big chance that we will not come back from this. I'm sad to say it, and I do not want this to happen, but it's true. So what do I do? Well, I'm not sure. I need to work on myself. I need to find out where to find myself and get back to that person, whoever she was, or even better, who I want to be and get to that person. I have had an epiphany moment. I now realize what Guy meant by finding himself. I have lost myself in this marriage. I gave all of myself to it and I did it with love and for our family. But while doing it, I gave up myself and I did not care. Or maybe it was that I did not notice, not consciously anyway. And when Guy says he needs to find himself, I was like, what do you mean? You're my husband and our son's father. And you know what? I was right. That was what he was, but he was not himself, an individual. Just like I am Josie, his wife, and a mother, but I was not Josie, an individual. The difference between he and I was that he noticed and is fighting against it. He feels a strong need to be an individual along with other things in his life. God, I told him once when we were talking that we were his life and he got mad about that and I got mad that he got mad and I was like, what the heck? How can he be mad that I say that we are his life? That must mean he does not want us or love us. But now, now I see so clearly where he was coming from. On my end, for one, I did not really notice that this was happening to me. I thought it was normal and how it should be. Your family is your life. And to the point, I do still feel that way. But your family should not be what defines you. You still need a you. And I'm seeing that now. Now that this has happened and I am hurting so much, I see why. Because I have made myself all about him and my son. There was no me. When I have started to think about it, I was like, God, he likes football. I like football. And really, I think it's a fun game to watch. And it's okay to watch sometimes because he likes and enjoys it. But then I go get a jersey. I start being a Saints fan. 
God, I even went as far as saying that I would get a saint's emblem tattoo. I remember when I told him that, and I think he was already rebelling against losing himself. And he told me, well, why don't you pick something a little more you? You know, looking from the outside in, I was like a stalker. Well, if I was not married to the guy. You know what I mean? I had made my life about him. And sometimes, okay, many, many times, I find myself repeating close to word for word what he says to me to others. And some of the political things, I remember doing that. And I remember once my brother said that I was like a parrot. I was repeating everything Guy said. I also think back to when he was for Perot and I was not. Oh, Jesus. That was a long time ago. We had our opinions and stuff different, and that was okay. Lately, it was Howard Dean. And do you know I was all for the guy? Why? Because Guy was. Did I read up on him? No. Did I do my own research? Nope, not really. Guy said he was good, and that was all I needed. Shit, this is really scary. I did not know I had let go of myself so much. I'm even sure that I have copied some of his attitudes and mood swings. Not that I can give an example now, but still... So now I have this big job of finding myself. I laugh when I write it because I thought it was such a cop-out for him to say that to me, but I did not get it. He was right. There's really, there really is no other word for it than I need to find myself. And I really have no freaking idea where to look. I need to stop looking at him for it. It's hard because, well, because I have been doing it for so long that it's like second nature to me. Shit. Last night, even I was asking him what I should do about his feelings for me. And you know, I may have just done what he told me. I feel like my eyes have opened. I have really made a mess of myself. I know many women and some men do the same, but at least now I know that I can do my best to work on it and straighten my life out again to, well, yes, to find myself. So far, the only thing I know is that I want to look and feel good again. I want to be healthy and I want to be cute. Number one, Josie is a healthy, good-looking, slim woman. Okay, what else do I want? Well, I know that I like not working the normal 9-to-5 job that others do, but I need, and yes, I want, to do something. I want to have money. I do not want to be rich, but I want to have enough for my son and I to live comfortably. So, in order to do that, I need to find something I like, something I am good at, and work on it. And that is photography. I did that before, Guy. I did that when I was the old Josie. I love to take pictures of others and myself. Now, I hate to take pictures of myself. Anyway, even though Guy suggested I do this, I still think that it is something I can do and do well. I just need to get out there and get confident and get moving. Get it done. Then I will be making my own money. I will feel valuable to myself. I will have pride in myself and I will be happy. And I will be doing something that I do really love to do. Number two, Josie is a proud, creative, and successful photography business owner. This may fall in other categories, but still needs to be said. I need to feel more secure in myself for many things. I need to talk to people in all sorts of aspects. I need to go into stores and market myself. I have friends who call places and bug them until they get results. I can be tough. The worst that can, the worst that can happen is that someone says no, and no will not kill me. Three. Josie is a confident go-getter person that enjoys talking to others. So far, these are some of the things that I can work on and make happen for myself. For the first, eat better, work out like I am going to, and don't give up. 
I'm worth it. Like the commercial says, I'm worth looking good for. I'm worth busting my ass at the gym for. My life, my health are all worth the time to work on. Oh, something else I want to go back to church. That was a very big part of me. So far, my son has not been and he's around eight. That is wrong. And that is something that goes back to me losing myself to Guy. I went to church even when I worked on Sundays. I did before or after. Why did I stop? Because I stopped being myself. I need to get back to that. Number four, Josie is a practicing Catholic that goes to church every Sunday. Okay, back to what I was saying. I can be productive in my business. I just need to work at it. I need to fight, fight, fight like I did for my other business. And I have almost all I need to make it work. All I am missing is the drive and I can get that if I try. Well, I think I have written enough for now. Time to put it into practice. Well then, okay, lots of stuff going on there. The thing, one of the things that sticks out, which makes me laugh, is do you see how I go back to, oh no, cutting him off is not a good idea. Why would I cut off the lines of communication? I need to be talking to him. I need to be in his face. I need to remind him, hey, I'm here. Don't forget me. I'm here. Which goes totally against all of my other journal entries where I was saying I need to stay away from him so that I can move forward. But apparently this time around, I'm thinking that we're going to get back together and that I'm going to do what I need to do to make it happen. And if that's the case, then being out of sight, out of mind is not going to work. So I don't know. I mean, what can I say to that? That's the way I was thinking at that moment. I'm not sure that it works out very well. I guess we'll have to see what happens in the future journal entries. I had some good thoughts for myself. I had some good plans. Unfortunately, even though I made a nice little bit of money in the photography business where I live, there's so much competition. And I guess I just didn't think I was good enough to compete. So that didn't end up being my life's journey or my end all business, but I did still get some business and make some money and pad my pocket for a while. So I'm happy about that. And it did serve its purpose for a little while. So let's talk about the weight loss. I wonder how many of you out there are thinking if I just lost weight, my significant other would want me back or I'll show her or I'll show him I'm going to lose weight and then he's going to be so mad that he walked away or that we broke up. But that's obviously not the best reason to lose weight. And there has to be a reason that you gained weight to begin with. I already have mentioned why I know from my experience why I gained so much weight because I was not super skinny all my life, but relatively and after I met him and after we got married, it pretty much ballooned to a number I had never been again in my life. And it didn't really change. I climbed up to almost 200 pounds and I stayed there for years. So I know for me it was a self-preservation thing. I didn't understand it then, but it was a self-preservation, keeping him from getting some unhealthy sexual ideas about us and our relationship and who we should bring into our relationship. So that was my armor, but I obviously had not reconciled myself with that yet. 
But I was like, okay, great. I'll lose weight. That's what I need to do. And honestly, yes, absolutely. That is what I needed to do. I needed to lose weight for my health so that I could keep up with my son and for myself because it made me feel so much better. Like it, it is unfortunate, but yes, my self-esteem kept rising while the pounds kept dropping. And then it helps you realize what you really want in your life, who you really want in your life, who you need in your life. So unfortunately, we put a lot of pressure on weight loss and, oh, you know, if, if I'm chubby, they don't love me. And of, unfortunately, a lot of men and women will use that against you too if they want to break up or just to be ugly. But I don't really think that in most cases, it's actually the weight loss that's the problem, um, the weight gain that's the problem. I think it's something else that causes the weight gain, regardless of what it is. Maybe it's not the same issue that I had, but it is that you're just so busy taking care of everybody else that you forget about taking care of yourself. It doesn't have to be so nefarious like my reason. Okay, so about losing yourself, that's an epiphany that makes perfect sense. I do know, and I think I've said in other episodes that I absolutely lost myself. I definitely did. I made myself his wife, my son's mother, and that's all I really needed to be. But that's not true. Unfortunately, you need to still maintain yourself. And it goes back to me getting upset when he wanted to go on vacation with a friend. Like, hello, how are you going to vacation with a friend? You're a married man with a child. But really, I should have been doing the same thing. And maybe if I was taking some time for me, enjoying myself away from him, it might have helped us. And if he was doing the same, you know, in moderation, I don't think that we all needed to I don't think that either of us needed to be out every Friday or Saturday night without each other. I don't think that's healthy either. But maybe once a month, him with his friends, once a month, me with my friends, things like that to kind of break it up and remind you, hey, yes, you're an individual. You're not just Guy the father, Guy the husband, or Josie the mother, Josie the housekeeper, Josie the wife. I don't know if I said that. <laughs> anyway, so I see that that's important. And I do see that in this journal entry, I was giving him a whole lot of, wow, he was so right. Yes, I know where he's coming from. So true, so true. You know, I made this spin in my head that he was right. He made so many great points and I see where he's coming from and I'm going to cut him a break. And he didn't go to the therapy because I upset him, but then I fixed that. So I was giving or making a lot of excuses for him. I was giving him a lot of outs. I was just leaving the door wide open for him to fix things, for him to say, hey, yes, thank you for doing this, and now I'm back. Or, you know what, I'm going to work on things because you are doing X, Y, and Z. So I had the door wide open, wide open for him to walk right back through. About the list that I made for myself, I think that everybody should have a list like that of goals that they have for themselves, whether it be in the relationship, but obviously some should be personal goals that have nothing to do with your partner and you don't need your partner to fulfill so that you can feel that value and you can feel that you can accomplish things on your own. And I 
don't remember honestly now how well I did with most of them. I did lose weight, so that's good. I did mention the photography. Um, I did go back to church, but I still don't think I did as much as I could have. And unfortunately, I did not maintain it. But a whole bunch of other things have kind of pushed me away from not God, but the church. So I, you know, that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. But so I didn't do so great, but I still tried to keep my son inside the church. And, you know, I felt like that's important for me to do. And when he grows up, he could decide on his own what he wanted to do, but he would have the foundation. I did feel that the foundation for him was important to be there. So I did continue to encourage him to go. I tried to put him in youth groups and he did receive the sacraments that I could make sure he had. He did receive his first communion. He did have his confirmation. And those things were important for me that he continued to do. So there was that. Okay, about number four, that Josie is a confident go-getter person that enjoys talking to others. Well, none of you are sitting in front of me right now, but I sure am talking to a whole bunch of people and I sure am sharing about myself. So I think that I did pretty good in that aspect. Now, could I like hold a conference and talk to all of you while you're all staring at me? I am not sure that I could do that, but who knows? Maybe I could. Maybe that will be something that we can test out in the future. So all in all, this journal entry was long, but I still think it was positive in a way. I was still learning some things. I was taking into consideration more aspects and the nuances of a divorce and a separation and where everybody's thinking is. And so that was helpful. I mean, ultimately, you know that the end of the story is that I do end up getting divorced. So a spoiler alert. But all of this that I confronted in the process, it's just interesting stuff stuff to me, and I hope that you also find it interesting. There were so many layers and so many different reasons. I don't think that you break up or that a marriage breaks up because of one thing. I think there's so many different things. I mean, I haven't even really touched on all the problems that we had. Right now, my 100% goal is fix things, fix things, fix things. But further on in the journal entries, when things are not going to get fixed, when I've already accepted that it's not getting fixed, then it starts coming out with what I put up with. Why did I put up with that? How did I not see that that was not good? And things like that. So it's a journey. I guess that's why I'm doing this, just to show you guys and share with you guys what a roller coaster journey it is. Oh, I did want to say that um, while I was reading it, I mentioned Ross Perot, which probably really just gave you a clue or a hint as to how long ago some of these events transpired. So, um, yeah. And I commented during the journal entry reading about that. So that was just a little me getting out of my head a minute and making a side comment that wasn't actually in the journal entry. But I thought that it was funny because, wow, yeah, Ross Perot. Anyway, thanks again for listening. I hope that you're taking something away from all of this, good or bad, or a lesson you're learning or something you're saying, I'm not going to be that way. All of that is great. 
Okay, that's enough of me talking for now. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And with that, we'll be wrapping up this week's episode. As always, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to listen to my podcast. I know you have many other options to choose from. If you would like to join a community of women to discuss further details of the episodes and to reach out to me, you can find a link to our Facebook group in the show notes. If you just want to drop me a quick note, you can do so at www.heavypagespodcast.com. And if you enjoy listening to this podcast and haven't done so yet, I would appreciate if you would rate subscribe, and maybe share with others. And please remember that sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. I'll see you next week.